Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey there, class. We are taking a break this week so that we can get caught up on editing some very fun upcoming episodes, but we could not leave you without a fix this week. So instead, we are trying something new and we are rerunning one of our very favorite episodes. It should have been JC. Hey, when we originally posted this episode back in September, the interwebs were all ablaze with a possible in sync reunion Mm -hmm. after the boys made a surprise appearance at the Kids' Choice Awards. Now, we often joke that we we continue manifesting announcements via the pod, whether it's Christina Aguilera with the burlesque Broadway announcement, which is evidently going to be starring Charger Call. He's now in it, now oh. along with writing it. Oh. And it's, go- and it's going to be in Toronto. Just, you know, okay. free free ad on the pod here. Yes, 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 yes. Um, So, you know, that's coming to Broadway. But we've also announced, uh, we had a Jesse Smollett episode. And right after that, Jesse was talking about checking into rehab. We hope you're doing well, Jesse. <laughs> so it's obviously like we put something in the universe by talking about about JC, um, and we hope other things come your way, JC. Oh, yeah. This podcast has a knack for making shit happen. And, you know, Justin Timberlake is out here trying to do a comeback. And it's just <laughs> well, you know, and you know how I feel about we have to. I hate that we have uh, this. We talk this is yes. guys on the episode coming up. We Fran and I get into it. Yes. I'm like, why do we have to talk about Justin? Well, I, I we talk about JC. I, well, I I know Delon, calm. <laughs> I want your blood pressure to not raise. I was going to say that the comeback is not working. The song's it's not, not good. The selfish song just sounds selfish. like unmemorable and then yeah. he you know he did the snl performance where he's got the choir behind <laughs> i mean i'm stealing i'm stealing this phrase that i learned from you just like the culture vulture of it all in this yeah. SNL video, everyone, he is, there are just black people everywhere. Mm-hmm. And Justin's mm-hmm. all white toothpick ass, uh, <laughs> Q-tip ass in the front. I don't Appropriating underst- the music. I, yeah, I just, I never understand the i'm gonna throw a choir up in the song to give me more cachet it's very strange but while justin is attempting to you know get back into the public's good graces jc is out here booked and busy okay Okay. he is is working he was in a (laughs) he was in a meow mix commercial (laughs) i've never in a million years thought i would be in this situation but when this whole thing came about they're doing this 
whole new campaign and it's based around the 90s and they're putting together their own cat boy band meow, 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 meow. Which, I mean, listen, y'all are poo-pooing it. I know y'all are poo-pooing it. No, I, I mean... No, I mean, not to you, I'm the general, the general, the general culture. Uh, yes, it, 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 it is a strange choice, but I will say there's something kind of endearing about it, right? It's yes. like he's laughing at himself. He's in a cat boy ba- band. Um, and you just know the check was enormous. The check was huge. <laughs> right. Listen, would you do a Miamix commercial? Are if- you get, are you kidding me? <laughs> my, my IMDB has a tumbleweed rolling through it right fucking now. <laughs> I don't Girl. even like, I don't even like cats like that okay talk but, about it but i would absolutely be in there he looks cute in the commercial so cute i mean when did he not look cute let's be honest well, but like, I mean, yes. there were t- there was a moment where i was worried i was worried about him but whatever he's doing he's getting eight to ten hours of sleep the hair is moisturized <laughs> he's looking great um he looks amazing and it's a funny concept it's silly it really is it really really is it's actually really funny i'm it's really well done he wrote i think he wrote the song for it he better well. have written the song i gotta love that he's like not taking himself too seriously while mm-hmm. out here collecting his bag you mm-hmm. know hey jc he's also going back to his boy band roots with uh writing and producing a new single for um i think it's one direction's liam payne it's yes teardrop yes. What do you think of this teardrop, Fran? You know, the song does not do much for me. Uh, it does sound like, I don't know if JC is featured on the song, but it kind of sounds like him Ooh. in those background vocals, just a little tiny bit. I don't that know, the song, the song is not memorable. Me. There's a clip he posted on Instagram where like he looks like he is in pain. Not like <laughs> not like figurative pain, like pain actually singing. I'm like, what is yeah. wrong? Is he okay? He's like sitting down and he's like hunched over. Like, get a squatty body, Liam. Like, and the that- neck at the <laughs> But the veins in the neck are popping out. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm I am glad that JC is back in the studio. That's where he belongs. That is where he shines. Absolutely. We are so glad for you, JC. And class, without further ado, this is it should have been JC. We hope you enjoy. Um, I feel like I talk to you every single day of my life, but like that's been for the last like 20 some odd years, but I always want to start with like, how are you? How are you doing today? Um, all things considered, I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited about this episode because I feel like we have very differing opinions. We have a lot of similar opinions. For sure. For sure. But, but there are areas where we don't see eye to eye. I mean, we, yeah, we are <laughs> preparing for, I was like, no, you were like, yes. I was like, no, you were like, yes. Um, so I was it's like, gonna put be- it in the pod, put it in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally going to be interesting. Let me start by saying, do you know 
How many members in Sync had? And can you name all of them? I know that I can say for a fact that they had five. Uh, let's try to do this test. Chris mm-hmm. Kirkpatrick. Mm-hmm. JC Shao Zhang. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Timberlake. Um, yes. all, uh, such a tone. Um, Lance <laughs> Bass. Yes. And Joey Fatone. Remember when they used to call him Joey Fat One? That's they, so mean. They sure called him Joey Fat One. I mean, truly, the name just, it was right there. It's <laughs> just, uh, like, you. Uh, it, it's mean. It's mean. It's so Especially mean. Especially because he's not fat. He's, he's never not fat been. At all. He's never been fat. I mean, I guess comparatively, he was the fat one, if you, but he wasn't even that fat comparatively. No, I, he really he, wasn't. And also, I would argue that it was really fucked up to go after him when Chris Kirkpatrick had white boy dreads. He had plastic. <laughs> He had plastic lanyards in his head. <laughs> God, man. Yo, 90s fashions, though, early aughts <laughs> fashions were horrendous. Who said that the, the dreads were gross? But who, wh- why would you put something else in there, like the a yarn moment? in there, yeah. He looked like a bargain bin at like a... Hobby Lobby. A um, Hobby exactly. Party it was City. Cra- it was giving craft bin. It obviously, <laughs> it really was. I'm surprised that you you got all those names correct. Uh, I was a stand. Like I was the I was the kid who was like I don't like sync, but like had all of the albums, knew the lyrics backward and forward. I was now. Were kid. you were you out at this point? Oh hell no. Oh, no, 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 so no. that okay. like I was pining over all of the th- all of the ba- boy bands and boy idols that all of the girls were, but I just couldn't say it out loud because I had mm-hmm. to be loud. I'd be mad. So wait, do you know the name In Sync is evidently an acronym using the letter of all the members' names? No, so, isn't that crazy? And it's the it's the last letter. So N is for Justin Timberlake. So Justin, right? Y is for Joey Fatone. S is for Chris. Kirkpatrick, um, Jason Galasso was an, the other N, and C for JC Chazé. Wait, who? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Jason Galasso? Who is that? Yes, factoid. Jason Galasso <laughs> quit before the group blew up because he didn't want to be a teen idol sound, right? <gasps> Joke's on Jason, though. They replaced oh. him with Lance. Isn't that crazy? Oh my God, you know Jason is somewhere crying his little eyes out. That regret, that regret, you know what I mean. I mean, that's millions of dollars. Oh my God. Well, not only just millions of dollars, when InSync was at their peak, they were everywhere. I can't I mean, imagine having to see your mistake just <gasps> every place you turn. And the other thing is that Jason only has like a blip on the Wikipedia page. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't even have his own Wikipedia page. Okay, well, neither do you. Wait a minute, stop. <laughs> <laughs> not you shading Jason. Delon, not a wiki, not a wiki to be found for Delon Grant. <laughs> oh, just shut. Not a wiki. Listen, you can Google her though. Google her. She has some hits. Okay. Ooh, wait, wait. No, no, no. Uh, no listen, no. I listen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I hate you for that. Let me fix it. This is Let Me Fix It, where we do our best to right all of our favorite pop culture wrongs. Yes. Hello and welcome to Let Me Fix It, where we fast forward our past to our present. Ooh, that was clever. I'm Francesca Ramsey. I'm a TV writer, actress, and producer, and I used to be a graphic designer in another life. I am Delon. I am a actor. I am a photographer. I am a writer and I am a podcast host. 
Yes. Well, today we're going to dig into NSYNC. That's why we started by talking about them at the top of the pod and why even though Justin Timberlake was the breakout solo star, it should have been JC. That's my um, ode. <laughs> oh, listen, I really dig it. I really dig it. It's so it's so goofy, but I so love you for it. I mean, I just uh, this. Here we go with with the disagreements already. I just hate that you can't mention JC Chazé without mentioning the, not the other members, but Justin Timberlake in particular. It's like JC and all of the other members have always been in his shadow, right? It's true. I would argue that that happens in every band, right? There's always one breakout. I can't think of any band that's had two breakouts. If you're listening and you have an example of one, please let us know because it's usually one star and then everybody else goes off to, you know, other industries or just becomes normal people. But here's the thing. JC is arguably the best vocalist out of all of the guys in NSYNC, and even Justin Timberlake agrees with me. Um, he quote he's quoted by saying, "In my opinion, JC had the best voice of all of us out of all boy bands. Call him what you will, he was the one that could outsing us. And I've known him since I was twelve. It was fun to sit behind the board and push him. Um, and that was Justin having some thoughts about JC's." unreleased second album which we will get into yeah i totally agree with justin too it's not that justin couldn't sing but there was something about jc that was like just so natural and effortless and not effortful i mean if my prior statement about (laughs) jc doesn't reel with my bias i also would say that jc was the cuter of all of the members of the group but that's just me (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I would agree. He was very attractive. I, I mean, I, I didn't think that Justin was cuter, but it did feel like the two of them were positioned as the lead vocalist in the group. And we do know that Justin is an asshole, right? Like that is, that is totally <laughs> Tell it true, accepted. though. Tell it true. He's not a good person. He slut shamed Britney Spears. He was always taking shots at her. And he really benefited, if we're going to be honest, from good producers, good yep. black producers, yep. discarded Michael Jackson tracks and ripping off black culture. So we want to talk about what happened to JC and how would we fix his career? So let's dive in. So just to dig in, J.C. Chazé, born Joshua Scott Chazé, born on August 8th, 1976. Hey, Leo, I'm August 5th. What, what? Um, He was raised by his mother's former foster parents, Roy and Karen Chazé. They legally adopted him when he was five. Um, At 13, to get into the musical side of things, he was he won a national talent competition as a dancer, which made him realize how much he loved performing. As a musically oriented kid, his mom saw an ad for the auditions for Disney's The Mickey Mouse Club in 1989, and they went, and the rest is history. He became a, a Mickey. What do they call him, Mouseketeer? I, Mal, I don't want Mouseketeers. I'm not really sure. I truly am blown away by the fact that this podcast is also a Mickey Mouse review because there are so many. <laughs> this is the second time we've talked about someone from Mickey Mouse Club. We've got Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, Ryan Gosling, Carrie Russell, Christina Aguilera, and JC Chazé. I had no idea. What a hotbed for talent. I'm telling you, and, I, and I'm sure it won't be the last because we keep mentioning these like five or six people. Um, yeah, because we, we know there were some black people on there and we are going to get to the bottom of what happened to them. We are really coming to find them. We, if you Listen, you guys, if you know who these people are, if, you're the, if, they, if they're your cousin, please let us know because we want to talk. Because they're the only people. There's one black kid, one black kid who we, we don't know never his name. Him. We don't know where his IMDb is. Just, just crickets. Where okay, is he a, at? 
He's a farmer somewhere in Oklahoma, ready? Oh, um, God. So back to JC. He gets cast as, let's call him a Mouseketeer, and was on the show until it got canceled in 1994. In 1995, Chris Kirkpatrick is looking to start a boy band and makes JC one of the lead singers along with Justin Timberlake. Factoid here. Did you know that Sync? this blew my mind, only had four albums, Fran? Honestly, I I didn't know how many they had. I think I've kind of lumped all of their songs into one big album and then a Christmas album because that was everybody had to come out with a Christmas album. Right. And you're you're really on par there because uh NSYNC, their first self-titled album, Tearing Up My Heart When I'm With You, like that, you know that song, right? Um Home for Christmas. They had um they have a great rendition of Oh Holy Night that melts my heart on that on that album. The thrill of No Strings Attached, which is kind of like what we really know them for, right? Bye, bye, bye. Mm-hmm. Um, and Celebrity. Can't name one tune on that one. I, I don't know any songs <laughs> off of that album. Uh, so in 1997, the self-titled album In Sync was released, like we, sell, like we said, and it sells 11 million copies. Their second album, No Strings Attached, dropped in 2000. And here's a really interesting factoid. It held the title for the fastest selling album of all time until 2015 when Adele's second album, 25 beat it is that crazy oh crazy 15 years it held the title i mean that is a really big deal and who knew who knew uh it sold 2.4 million copies so some things that i found really interesting as i was doing research they titled their second album no strings attached because they had just won a successful lawsuit against their manager lou perlman and his record label transcontinental i think this is so clever and they played with that puppet and doll theme on the cover and in the music video for bye 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 and it's gonna be may (laughs) um we say may instead of me (laughs) lou perlman is a bad dude why has there not been a tv movie made about him yet you're so right i think we should do a whole episode on lou perlman honestly we we should he was best known in the 90s for helping launch two of the most popular boy bands backstreet boys and in sync um what people did not know at the time was that he was also launching his own ponzi scheme and for 20 years he was convincing banks and individuals to invest in these fictitious companies whoa so the backstreet boys also sued him and won he was paying himself millions and only paying in sync in the Backstreet Boys tens of thousands. Wow. So um, they sold 2.4 million and he's taking he he's giving them tens of he was pocketing so much money. Wow. In 2008, he was convicted and sentenced to 25 years in prison, and he died in custody in 2016. So that album had a lot of meaning for them as, you know, cutting the cord with them and Lou Pearlman. And then Celebrity was their last studio album. And then NSYNC took a hiatus in 2001, uh, right before he graduated from high school <clears throat> so many <laughs> years ago. Um, the band sold more than 70 million records worldwide, becoming wow. the fifth best-selling boy band in history, wow. which is I mean, that's a that's a big deal. Um, and while being in the group, JC began producing and songwriting, which is something that he still does to this day. I never thought about all of the boy bands. Like, I think NSYNC and Backstreet Boys are kind mm-hmm. of in the forefront of my mind. But now that we're saying that and we've done a little research here, I had to go back and think about, well, what or 
were or are all the boy bands because you know what we're going to be alive in the 20th and 21st century like in our lifetime or the span of the 20th century what were they i think it's our be the beatles are probably the arguably the first oh, boy yeah, band they are was, the, right? bo- they are the boy band they like set the the framework for like a for a bunch of dudes right other mm-hmm. than like doo-wop and kind of that barbershop quartet you could argue that that started it but then i thought like the in the 60s and 70s the jackson five are kind of the, the family orientation of them yeah. right and the osmonds um and then i was like i it just got me thinking i was like well Jackson's five was motown motown had a couple of groups they had the temptations glad to mm-hmm. sing the pips thank you for going down this memory lane because it's so fascinating to me yeah in 1980s, I call this like the band boy craze because this is when New Kids on the Block was interesting, Menudo, New Edition, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when we were starting, to, we were born and starting to realize what some of those, uh, uh, who, who these groups were and kind of starting to buy their albums, go to their concerts. Factoid here, Lou Pearlman, he got his idea for Instinct and the Backstreet Boys after he saw New Kids on the Block. He went to a concert and saw all of these pe- millions, or not millions, but like a bunch of girls screaming. And he was like, money, 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 money. <laughs> decided to start his own Totally. Yeah, that's so interesting. I um, Something that, that you didn't mention in here that I, th- that I thought was very interesting is now we have all these K-pop groups. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were inspired by the Backstreet Boys and the NSYNC and the New Kids on the Block because these K-pop groups, they are giving you soul. They're giving you rap. They're giving you, you know, gyrating movement. <laughs> Wait, no, listen. I I was at a coffee shop um, in New York and it like it m- must be owned by Korean people because it's like a very Korean kind of um, theme. And all they do is play Korean k-pop and i'd never really listened to it and i was like why does this sound like black street and yo, like, they are singing down singing, <laughs> riffing rapping i was like yo and rapping in korean too and i was like yo, korean and english I they am- go in and out <laughs> and i was dumbfounded i mean i was supposed to do work but i was sitting there just listening to this pop music yeah you're right they, they totally modeled it after the groups of the 90s 98 degrees is when i forgot about lfo no Motown. one no one remembers 98 degrees <laughs> I, honestly, I can't tell you one song. <laughs> I can't tell you one song they oh had. I don't think I can either. They had a Christmas album too. Everybody uh, had a Christmas album. Okay, wait. Here's here's what I wanted to ask you. What I love about boy bands and K-pop is really good at this because the K-pop groups will have 30 members. I'm not joking. It's crazy. They will have so many, but they basically have a type for everyone. There's a pretty one. There's a bad one. There's an ugly one. Uh-uh. There's a, there, Delon, there's an ugly one in every single group. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> give me, give me, who's the ugly one in, uh, in Hanson? in hansen oh that's easy. um the the oldest one yeah it's the, oldest the oldest one. one in the jonas brothers it's the oldest one too the pretty one is the little is the youngest one in hansen there was no bad boy in hansen the middle one could be said he's like the bad boy or no, the rocker well they're they're very christian i think oh, none of are them they? they're christian they all have like 12 kids they oh are like God. we believe in god we don't believe in birth control they are just Damn. popping those fuckers out nick cannon who <laughs> so after nsync put out their final album celebrity they went on hiatus so they didn't know it was they according to them they did not know it was their final album they said we're going to take a break it ended up being a lifelong break the following year justin releases his debut album 
justified in 2002. Now, here's where Delon and I have differing opinions. I mm. think, oh my God, Delon is rolling his eyes so hard. I I just want to preface this by saying, <laughs> I'm not here to like boost Justin Timberlake's career image, whatever. I have many side eye for him, but I don't think we can talk about JC's career as a solo artist without acknowledging that Justin Timberlake's solo career predates his and I think is part of why he didn't pop off. I don't disagree with that. I think there's significant evidence related to some of the reasons we can't stand Justin Timberlake that actually overshadow JC's mm-hmm. solo career. But I'm just like, yo, do we have to give him all of this space? Can't we just be like, this is what JC did. Forget oh, Justin. Who okay, cares? I, okay, here's why, here's why I would like to uh, address it. Because again, I'm going to fold it in to the JC analysis. Justified is very notably produced by Pharrell Williams and Timbaland. Sure. And I think that is why the album is successful. It's not Justin. It's yeah. the fucking music. The music Agreed. is really good. And Pharrell even admitted that all of the songs, with the exception of one, were all songs he wrote for Michael Jackson and Michael Jackson rejected. And so Justin was smart enough. I mean, he's like the original fucking culture vulture in this respect, uh-huh. where he said, I'm going to latch myself onto these black producers and I'm going to do a white man's impression of Michael Jackson. Rock your body sounds like a fucking Michael Jackson song. No, it's rock with you. Rock with you. It's it's it is night. it's so very clearly Michael Jackson. And I yeah. think that this is why JC's solo music didn't do as well because it was it was just like very unfocused. He didn't know what he was doing. And so JC also tried going solo at the same time after their hiatus. Um, he did some solo work while they were still a group, actually. He is on the 1999 single Bring It All to Me with the girl group Black, even though the vocals are credited to NSYNC, even though it's just him. That's foul. That's foul. Is that so fucked up? <laughs> I remember that song. Hey, baby, bring it all to me. It's a great, it's, it's a, a song. great song. And once again, you can really hear that JC has an incredible voice. He also did some songwriting and production for um, NSYNC and other artists, including Wild Orchid. And then he drops his very first single in 2002, which is Blowing Me Up With Her Love, uh, featuring Tara Reid in the music video with some very ugly red extensions. Do you remember this <laughs> song, Delon? I, um, I can't, I could not sing it for you right now, but I remember when I when we were doing the research for it, I loved this song. I was like, I forgot about this song. Um, I really did like it. It was a bop. It was a good song. It was, it a, was, it was a, a good dance song. Yeah. So in 2004, he releases his very first solo album, Schizophrenic. That album title would not work today. They would eat you up over that title. <laughs> they really would. They really I mean, all, with like Lizzo and Beyonce rescinding lyrics. Yes, they mm-hmm. would eat you alive. People would not be here for it. I know. Have you listened to this album? Because it's it's exactly <sighs> that. It's, it's all over I... the place. Schizophrenic it's 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 bad it's it's it is all over the place but it also like i i have to credit like the attempt right because it's it's giving you 80s synth rock new wave pop and Mm r&b it's like he's trying to find his identity musically which i really can respect and he's like you know what i'm just throwing spaghetti on the wall and seeing what sticks but the voice is undeniable the groove is undeniable but Mm -hmm. it's just like you said it's completely unfocused one song that was a single that is a is a great song was some girls dance with women 
a bisexual women's anthem, I might say. <laughs> the leading tone in the voice. <laughs> Wait, I looked up the lyrics because uh, I I didn't remember that that's what it was called. I remember I remember the song, but I don't remember the lyrics. Uh, the chorus says, some girls dance with women knowing that it gets them attention and I want to get in with them. So pass me a drink and let's go. Okay, so not exactly a bisexual anthem. It's giving bifoc- biphobic. It's giving male gaze. Mm-hmm. It's giving straight guy at the lesbian bar trying to turn women. And the the, the straight guy at the lesbian <laughs> bar trying to turn women. Like, just AKA predator, right? Yes. Like, if you're showing up at a bar. I mean, Fully. and... If if I mean if we analyze all music lyrics, we'll find a lot more than we think. But some girls dance with women, knowing to get some attention. I, it, also, sir, you're also salty for what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Enjoy it. Enjoy right. the wares and shut your mouth. Okay, get a drink. Give them both a drink. Shoot, exactly. You might get lucky. Who knows? <laughs> so, as you mentioned, the album is unfocused. There are 17 tracks on it. It feels kind of rock and rolly kind of maroon five ish um and again because he's trying all these different things which i agree i give him credit for that as a listener it's just so disjointed that it's not a pleasurable listening experience and it did stick out to me that it feels like jc is trying to assert that he's very sexy and he Mm. is um edgy you know he's like mm. i'm not in a boy band anymore i'm raunchy he has a song called all day long i dream about sex is really it's Talon. it's so bad i i, I uh, clip some lyrics keep in mind i'm a love machine get oh. it 24 7 call me anytime you need right before making it clear all day long i dream about sex all night long i think about sex and all the time i think about sex with you with you this is like so clunky what was the adidas and um acronym? all day i dream about sex was uh was adidas. uh oh my god there's like a rock band i can't remember who it was is it really it's, yeah it's like uh, but it's a play on adidas right it, it does again it just does not feel authentic to him he mm. also has a song called come to me where he says i let i lay awake and masturbate oh. i love to hear the sounds you make like sir masturbate and make <laughs> Also, like writing about here's the thing, it's too on the nose for me. Yes. I wait I lie awake and masturbate. There needs to be a new window. There needs to be um Yes, you know, give me an analogy. Exactly. Me, That's poetry. Paint a picture right? for me. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see you. I don't want to ma- imagine you like stroking it. I don't want to <laughs> see that. I mean, I do want to see it, JC. I really do want to see it. But in your song, I don't want to hear it. I want to. Yes, I want, exactly. Anyway, no. Leave something to the imagination. The reason schizophrenic didn't go, though, Fran, was because it was delayed and overshadowed by Justin Timberlake. Uh, one of the reasons, not only his solo album, but the whole 2004 Super Bowl 38 Jack Janet Jackson titty moment. There, which is it, which is so crazy because one, it's unfair to JC, but that moment centered on Janet Jackson. Justin didn't take any heat. I he know. slinked away into the shadows and let Janet take all of the heat. And so he essentially fucked up Janet's career and JC's career 
by just being present for which again at the time it was such a big deal in hindsight it's like nothing everybody has a fucking only fans now i've seen (laughs) more porn on twitter than i've ever seen in my life and people saw janet's nipple with a nipple shield on it and they lost their freaking minds that's what's really crazy is that if the fec went nuts find everybody everybody was in trouble but to your point the internet is the internet now and everyone it's okay to have like your 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 bits on twitter i mean or i mean i go to my instagram and i'm like how do i how are all these muscly bodies? I'm like, oh, that's because you follow all these that's muscly you, Delon, that's just your Instagram. That's my, <laughs> mine is not muscly men. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Out of my business, back to JC's. Um, he, the other reason is that schizophrenic was on the shelf for a long time, and by the time this Super Bowl moment happened, they had been slow. The uh, record company had been slow walking schizophrenic, and he was already working on a second album, and he was slated to do the following Super Bowl the next year, and. All of that got reneged. His second mm-hmm. album they they reneged on. The Super Bowl they reneged on. They were like, you're connected to Justin Timberlake and what happened, so we can't do it, which is like so messed up. Yeah, so both of his singles flopped. They did not do very well in the singles chart. And the album didn't do very well either. It only sold 121,000 copies. And the same year, like I said, he'd been working on his second studio album, The Story of Kate with Jive Records. And due to the issues with the label, that wasn't released either. But here's a fun fact, friends. If you would like to hear the story of Kate, you can go to YouTube. The entire, um, we'll put this in the show notes too, the entire album is in one video on YouTube. I'm going to tell you to skip it. I just... Oh. Delon, it's Delon, it's bad. I mean, listen. It's bad. Uh, I mean, okay, listen. Is it great? No. Is it worth a listen? Yeah. I mean, just in the interest of like seeing what he was creating mm-hmm. and his <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm, I hate I'm sorry. you so much. Well, let me say this. I okay. listened to the album in its entirety for everyone. The jam that I came away with was fuck with my mind which is also the title two on the nose um but I, if you started at the whole video at 2040 you can hear the song i mean it's giving gospel organ chords it's giving dulcet ter- tones a milky riff i mean my panties were coming off i'm telling you just give it a listen you're just so beautiful and it makes me cry you always get your way girl every time 
breaks my heart we had to say goodbye But I just can't let you fuck with my mind well said I, you've already said that you're biased i i am the dose of reality the song is mid the whole thing sounds like a maroon five reject even down to the title songs songs about kate or the story of kate maroon five's debut album was songs about jane need i say less the well, album it just it sounds like matchbox 20 it's just it feels so dated and again i know you're gonna get mad at me but Justin Timberlake's music, considering it came out two years before JC's debut album, it sounds futuristic. It's because he picked producers, Pharrell and Timbaland, who are always doing things with their music that sound new and innovative. And I think a big part of JC's problem is he doesn't know what his musical voice is. He's just doing too much. And there I agree. That's what I think schizophrenic was about him trying to suss stuff out and see who he is and be sexy. Like you said, I do think it's not completely fair to say that it's dated because it's all dated at this point. But I hear you on Timbaland and Pharrell being always having been futuristic, uh, producers. If you listen to like, remember the Nelly Furtado music Timbaland yes. did? If you listen to that and to this day, it's still bopping. It's still it's gives. still a bop. And at the time, it was like, whoa, what yeah. is this? Like, I remember, honestly, to jump ahead, I know, again, you're going to get mad. But I remember the first time I heard Sexy back, and I was like, this sounds so weird. I hate this. And then a week later, really? I was like, because I, I just thought it was so weird. It was so mm. like, you know, there's like, ah! there's like, <laughs> me, 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 me. there's like all these like weird noises happening. Yeah. And then like a week later, I was like, this song's amazing. It was just because it was something so different. different. And I yeah. think, especially if you're in a group and people know you for doing one sort of sound, because I will say there are a few, there's like one song, one or two on both of those JC albums that sound like NSYNC ripoffs. They sound like leftovers. I hear that. I hear that. And I, I will also, I would argue that again, he was trying to find that voice. He didn't know himself outside of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, you know what? I'm coming, you're, you're convincing me. If he if he had worked with a Pharrell or a Timlin, he would have started sounding like Justin. But I do think if he found a producer that helped, helped him find his voice with them, outside of them, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I, the hard part too is that like they, they are both R&B artists. Like in the yeah. same way Justin was taking from black artists, I think you could argue JC was doing the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, they are they are giving you soulful grooves and bops absolutely yeah. you know one of my favorite things to do though friend and i always do this whenever we talk about a celeb or i'm thinking about a celeb i always google their net worth and I i'm sure it's never accurate but it says that jc chaget is worth 16 million dollars on google so here's the thing he's not hurting for cash he's like y'all keep talking i'm over here living my life i'm Fair. doing all right here's the thing i do not trust those network net worth uh websites because according to idle net worth Dot com i have a net worth of 2.3 million and oh. that is <laughs> girl girl i listen i cannot borrow two hundred thousand dollars delon i looked this up and i was like not me being a millionaire I, <laughs> not to my uh, 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 friend said i would have a house by now okay. i was like um this is news to me not me finding out i have money on the internet can you imagine um, 
So what is JC doing today? Mainly he is singing and working as a songwriter. He's written songs for David Archuleta uh, of American Idol fame, which oh, wow. again, no blast, shade. Blast. Do, have, do you know a David Archuleta song? Uh, not a girl, not a one. I know the name from American Idol, but in its like first five seasons, right? Like yeah, and he. I mean, I don't. He not. He not having any hits. God bless. Matthew Morrison. He's also written for the Backstreet Boys. He also hopped on the reality TV train, like many celebrities. Um, he was a judge, or he was the host of America's Best Dance Crew in two thousand and eight. He remained a judge for the first seven seasons. In 2012, he tried to start an 11 member girl group, uh, K pop type group called Girl Radical. Not 11 people. Damn, you weren't lying. I mean, they, they do have an army. <laughs> Listen, in K pop, in regular pop music, you've got the ugly one, the hot one, the bad boy. In K pop, you've got like the dentist, you've got the girl <laughs> with the glasses, you've got the girl with the streak of purple in her hair. You have an, you've got enti the, an entire country. <laughs> you've got a left handed one. You got a right handed, -uh. like <laughs> they have everything. <laughs> one for every letter of the alphabet. It's so true. So in 2014, JC goes on the North American tour of the musical Jesus Christ Superstar uh, with a few celebrities. Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child was in there. Uh, Brandon Boyd from Incubus. Unfortunately, the show was canceled due to poor ticket sales. Wah, wah, poor Michelle. She she just can't win Ooh, for She losing. can't catch one either. She can't. She catch really one can't. <laughs> she really can't. I mean, <laughs> oh god! It again. Once again, it's hard to break out of a group and be successful. It's like Highlander. There can only be one. <laughs> and I do think there's like there has to be something to be said for. I'm just glad to be here if my name's Michelle or JC, right? I'm just glad to be here. Thank you oh, so listen, much. You are still being paid. You are oh, still being you. paid. You are thank still you. being invited to red carpets. You are still getting brand deals. They're doing fine. People know you. Um, JC has also been featured on a number of songs with artists like Miguel and Blues Traveler. January 2023, Chazé appeared as a guest on his former bandmate Last Lance Bass's Frosted Tips podcast because everyone has a fucking Everybody podcast. Everybody has a podcast. <laughs> everyone has a podcast. Um, and he revealed on the pod that he is working on a musical. Really? So, yes. I, this is new. This is news. I, I support it. Listen, and we want to be clear. He's, he's fixing successful. himself. Let he's, me fix it. <laughs> listen, he's very rich. He's living off that sync fortune. But I still hate that Justin was the breakout. So, Delon, what do you think went wrong in JC's career? Why did he not become the breakout? Well, I mean, first of all, the delayed album, right? For two years after NSYNC, I believe it is. He, mm -hmm. That came out in 2004. Justin's came out in 2002. So being in Justin's shadow, first of all, it's just not going to be that much of a splash, right? Because Justin was also kind of the front man, if, if for better or for worse, even though they were both leads, I think. What do you think? Um, like I said, unfocused sound. Uh, some of those songs sounded like in sync reject tracks. It sounded very dated by comparison to Justified. Justified came out in 2002, just two years later, but Schizophrenic came out and it just sounded old already. Yeah. Um, so this is the part in the show where it's time to fix. Let me, Let me fix it. Uh -uh. Let, Let me, me fix it. Where we each are going to pitch how we would revamp JC Chaz's career. Give it um, to me, friend. Delon, I you kind of touched on it earlier. I think that JC needs his dream producer. Mm. That is where his music 
flopped. So some people that I would love to hear him collaborate with, Anderson Pack. Mm. I like a throwback sound, okay? Because Justin went futuristic. Mm-hmm. If he went throwback, because again, he's got that R&B soulful voice. Think mm-hmm. the same way that Bruno Mars has teamed up with Anderson Pack. I mm-hmm. think that JC would really fucking kill that sound. It leans into his vocal talents. And I think that that's something that Justin cannot do. Because it's Justin- it's really Justin vogue. has really relied on great production. The production is carrying him. Might I remind you when he did that album, Man of the Earth, Man oh of the God. Woods, or it was just bad. It was just so bad. He was trying him, to do him on the cover with like, wasn't he in like a flannel or some shit? He was trying to do I'm a white man now. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Miley did the same thing where it was like, I love black <laughs> culture and now I love white culture. <laughs> um, Someone else I would love to see uh, JC collaborate with is Kay Trinata. Could see, now totally- that... That would be a futuristic moment. That would be a forward-looking moment. If and you dance, like dancey, clubby, uh, you know, Kitranada loves a soul, soul, soulful voice mm-hmm. over some um, trip-hop beats, you know, just like, I just think he could really, really kill that. And then my other pitch for him, because Justin has really cornered, like, doing a lot of acting, mm. what if JC did some voice acting? I could see him in in a cartoon, a musical cartoon of some sort. Oh, and that's listen, and the, the animation world is huge, especially with celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. We can name three or four of them right now, I'm sure. Um, yeah, that's actually a good pitch. That's actually a good pitch. I just in the interest of trying to give him more cookies and props for his first two solo albums, mm-hmm. I think my my fix would be an unplugged MTV style concert for his music where he just unpacks uh what what why he wrote them and why oh. why his schizophrenic was there and what he he was going through with his life um just so that we get a sense of what i just want to know i want to know why he wrote those songs Delon, so you have- are letting you are dickmatized <laughs> nobody gives a fuck about listen, you want to behind the music of an album nobody listened to no listen he he was talking about <laughs> masturbating in the lyrics i want to know i have questions <laughs> why sir no i just i think i just think give it more space um explain why the songs who he collaborated with and he could update the songs maybe potentially um that's one of my fixes i also thought i took uh a couple of music classes during the pandemic because i had nothing but time (laughs) and i took like alicia keys master class which i learned some things from but maybe teaching like a master class okay um of like on harmony or how to write a song um ryan tedder has a great class that i took that i think i can see him doing that and jc wrote a lot of songs for nsync so that's what i'm saying yeah that's really smart um yeah he has the ability and the props and and like they're you know a bunch of us would i would take the class i would also read his autobiography where's that because i feel like there's some things he's not saying he's so quiet you know (laughs) i want to know yeah i really like that idea because we kind of glossed over it when you when we went through his bio to begin with but he was raised by his mom's foster parents exactly i mean what's the story there like i'm sure there's something really inspirational and and just kind of getting personal to your point about um we don't know. We don't right. really know anything about him. I know. And another thing that I found out is they also adopted his brother. Mm. So his mother had two sons and these foster 
Roy and Ken, I think is her name, mm-hmm. Roy and Karen, um, they adopted both boys, which I thought oh, was wow. uh, really interesting. Yeah, so I feel like there's also some, th- some stuff I really want to know about. I would love to learn more about his opinion on the Lou Perlman stuff. I would love to yes. know what, what the fight of identity in the group or, you know, if there was anything or if it was all just love. Like, I really want to know some of the juicy details. Yeah, that is really, really smart because even the Lou Perlman stuff, when that happened, I mean, that was like the height of their career. I really don't remember that being the story. Like, Fran, I, I don't I, remember any of that. No, I mean, I, I remember seeing his face, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know anything about like how much money did they lose? Like what was happening behind the scenes? How did they find out he was stealing from them? Like Ooh. all of that. Let me, one thing I, I learned is I think this was with Backstreet and he, they were waiting for money and waiting for money. He took them to this nice restaurant and they were all about to get these checks. They hand, he handed out the checks after the dinner. They opened the checks, girl, he gave them all $10,000. This is after millions of, millions of copies of albums, oh uh, my God. show appearances are huge, $10,000. I was like, wow. Give me the TV movie of the Lou Pearlman story, exec produced by J.C. Chazé. <gasps> You've hit it. You've hit it. That's a, I want to see that. that I want to see, see that. We've mm-hmm. gotten the the Tommy and and uh, uh, oh, Pam God. Anderson. Yeah. We've had all of these mini series about the real story behind these moments from history. Mm-hmm. Give us the Lou Pearlman one, and JC cast the hottest motherfucker to play you. Oh, and cast a a gremlin to play Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Me so bad. <laughs> Absolute a gargoyle. Just a fucking gargoyle. I'm dead. <laughs> Everyone will be like, who is that supposed to be? <laughs> Wait, people might not know um Dear Evan Hansen, which is a musical, but the original guy who played him on Broadway, he was younger when he played him, and then they shot the movie and they cast him and they put this wig on him that looks like Justin Timberlake <laughs> and he's like everyone is like a teenager and he's this old he man he looks old he looks I real old Ben Platt is his name yes 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 oh god it looks I just saw that in my head when you said <laughs> that's who's Timberlake. gonna play Justin in the <laughs> miniseries that's it <laughs> oh my god so congratulations wait, now... Ben Platt you didn't need your daddy for this role ooh, you're booked ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> uncomfortable uncomfortable but true <laughs> nepotism <laughs> um, oh my god the face that you just made was so funny <laughs> you look like you stepped on a hot coal i i was like oh i'm uncomfortable i'm uncomfortable because it's the truth <laughs> to wrap up the show we're going to do our very favorite segment the glow up we spent this episode talking about how we would fix jc chazé's career and now it's time to talk about people places things brands that didn't need our help at all they had a natural glow up Delon, let's go with you first. You know, listen, vintage never goes out of style, evidently. And I don't know, in in this, you know, 21st century, the first 20 years, it's been like vintage, crazy vintage shops. I know so many people that have record players and records and record companies are also putting a lot of like pressing LPs. The first one I remember seeing was with Back to Black with Amy Winehouse, but yes. now they're everywhere. So I just want to give records, LPs, record players, and that throwback 
uh, a whole shine, whole flowers, whole cookies and glow up because I actually sat at a friend's house recently and listened to the record player. And I was like, wow, it actually not only not the scratchiness of it, but like you can hear the instruments. Don't get me dorkified over here, but you can hear the instruments in a different way because the way music works now, everything's so compressed mm. and you can, it's like really jammed, packed with sounds and, and you're like, oh, okay, it's just mashed together. But there's separation and you can hear all of the strings and horns. So um, I was really dumbfounded by that. And um, I may have been stoned, but, um, <laughs> but I love experience. that. And you know, what's also so smart about it is that these records are really catering to the super fans because you mm -hmm. buy the album and then they release this limited edition of the record and then the super fans go and snatch them up. This is for people who already love the artist. You're not buying a record of somebody you never heard of. True. You're buying a record to support an artist that you already love. Very, very smart. A lot of industries could learn from records in that respect. Okay, okay. Um, what is yours, Fran? My glow up goes to... A root vegetable, the beet. Oh. Beets have really come on the scene. I, I love a beet. Beets as, I, listen, I love a beet, but when I was a kid, I hated beets. They were nasty. They kind of tasted like dirt. Uh, and well, now the dirt part is what I like about it. Uh, it's a root. It's a root. Um, why to say it like that? It's a root. <laughs> it's a root. I will take a can of beets and I will put some apple cider vinegar in those bad boys. Ooh. Let it soak for a few hours. Drain that stuff out. Salt and pepper. Done. Done. Ooh, I haven't done that before. I love a roasted beet salad with a little goat cheese oh, goat and cheese. some candied almonds or oh, walnuts yes. in there. I'm into that. Some I arugula. just remember... I, I love an arugula. I just remember being a kid and my grandmother putting beets on my plate and being so grossed out by them. Mm. Um, and just like you weren't seeing beets in salads um, and they just feel very like hipstery and cool and healthy. Mm -hmm. And I just I want that for all of us. I want us to be ugly ducklings and then emerge and embrace who we are and, you know, be cool and, and have not changed at all. Beets are the exact same vegetable they were to begin with. And now they're just having a moment. And, you know, the only person that is the thing that has changed is your relationship with them. Cause now you're a California girl. So now I she's, am. now I she's am. embracing vegetables and <laughs> going on hikes and all the things. Silence. Not you tying my love of beats to my woo-woo era. <laughs> Listen, you better live in the era. Shoot, I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to be like you. Well, that is our episode, guys. We thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a comment about JC Shazang or Justin Timberlake, uh, please get at us in the comments on your podcast feed, or you can always DM us at FixItPod, which is our handle on, on Instagram. Yeah, and let us know if you have ideas for other people whose careers we think that we should fix, movies, books. We love hearing from you. So definitely go ahead and rate us on your very favorite podcast app. I'm Delon. I'm Francesca. And this was Let Me Fix It.